Oh, I love it. Bailey, thank you so much for sharing, which is like perfect for tonight. How about that? It's almost like God's up to something. Um, so weird, right? <laughs> so um, again, thank you, Bailey. Um, and it's, it's also just awesome to see these things happen like in real time. Like I've seen Bailey grow. Um, we actually came here at the same time. Um, and so it has been like really cool to see that growth and like faith in action in Bailey. And so, I don't know, it's just been like, like you, you all have a story. You realize that, right? And like, that's the other amazing, cool thing about this. Um, and so, interestingly enough, similar to what we have tonight, like, you know, we heard Bailey share, uh, we're going to hear another story about a man and a burning bush. Any guesses? <laughs> right. Also, real quick, I have to say this or else I'm going to be thinking it the whole time and I just have to get it out of my brain. Who has seen The Prince of Egypt? Oh, oh my goodness, you guys. It is such a good movie. Hans Zimmer, like, come on, get real. The cast is, like, incredible. Okay, homework assignment, but this is, like, a fun one. Watch The Prince of Egypt. Oh, it's so good. And it, yes, it's the animated one, and it's amazing. Okay, I had to get that out. So, uh... The man, his name is Moses. You guys nailed it. Uh, he was born a Hebrew uh, who was threatened with death before he was even born. <laughs> uh, and really the whole life of Moses is a miracle. We'll see even more miracles later in his life. Um, but all this starts really from just a moment of wonder. A moment of pure curiosity and you could even say that like all the amazing things that we'll see God do through Moses, it really all just began with a second of noticing. And I feel like we've lost a little bit of wonder in our culture. Um, like when my, one of like the catchphrases in my family is like, oh, I don't know, let me Google that. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, actually, I, like, I saw this TikTok. Like I read this article. No one read an article. You saw a TikTok, let's be real. Okay, and so, right, I mean, seriously, okay? <laughs> let's all just get on the same page here, okay? And so, like, so, and, but <laughs> either way, like everything can be explained, right? Like, like you can Google it really quickly. Like we have distractions and I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not part of it. Like my three-year-old, he has... He has a tablet. I'm not sorry about it. Like, sometimes the tablet is the parent. Uh, we have a TV in our bedroom because I hate folding laundry. And I'm like, if I'm going to fold laundry, like, I better be, like, distracting myself so I'm not thinking about how awful the task is. And so, boom, TV in our bedroom, which is fine. I'm not saying, like, technology is evil. It's not the thing. But there is a burden that does come with that. And that is simply just whenever we trade our wonder of God for the distractions of earthly things, we really miss out on what he has for us. Right? <laughs> Ow. And so uh, you already know we'll be talking about Moses, and we'll discover what God had for him through a seemingly ordinary moment, seemingly ordinary bush. Um, and if, you, if we know anything about Scripture, is that, of course, there is more to this story. And then in your groups, you guys are going to discuss like how this is related to your story and yada, yada, yada. So uh, right now, I just want to take some time to pray um, just over the scripture over tonight. Um, so if you want to go ahead and bow. Um, uh, Father God, I want to thank you for 
who you are, for your word, uh, for your people, for our history. Thank you for um, the way that you work in ordinary things. God, thank you for um, these like kind of surprising emotions of, of amazement and wonder. Um, God, I just pray that ultimately you speak tonight. Um, God, thank you that we can be vessels um, for the sake of you and your kingdom. And uh, just help my words, um, help the hearts, and um, we give it to you, God. Um, it's for your glory. Amen. All right, so I'm going to do my absolute best to make this condensed, uh, but it's like such a good story, and there's so many things that you can, you know, um, branch off. Get it? Trees. <laughs> thank you, Kayla. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> that, that wasn't in the script. <laughs> so I'm going to do my absolute best to keep this condensed, um, but if we're going to be talking about Moses, we have to do some backstory. We just have to. And so starting from the beginning in Exodus, um, Exodus 1, Pharaoh is like freaking out because he sees that the people of Israel are growing and growing and he's afraid that he's going to be overruled. So his solution, uh, let's torture them. <laughs> like they're already slaves and servants. Like let's torture them. Let's oppress them. Let's make their work like insanely difficult and not feel sorry about it. That happens as another measure. Pharaoh tells the midwives, um, which are people who deliver babies, uh, they, Pharaoh tells the midwives to kill newborn baby boys, but keep the girls. And the Hebrew midwives, they said, it's not going to happen because we fear God. That simple. And so out of that act of faith, like God honors this act of bra bravery by multiplying the Hebrew people. So nice try, Pharaoh, <laughs> but they're getting bigger. And so then Pharaoh says, all right, here's what we're going to do. All my people, every son that was born to Hebrew, you shall cast them into the Nile. It's dark stuff. I wish we were starting off on a lighter note, but it's just history, and it's a sad history, and we need to know it. Um, like, there's uncomfy stuff in the Bible, but the way God works through it is amazing, so hang tight. And so that's, like, kind of history. And so now we get to Moses. Like, we meet him for the first time in Exodus 2, um, and just to point out the obvious, Moses was born as a Hebrew baby boy. Like, eh, strike one, Hebrew, strike two, boy. And so what Moses' mom did was hid him for three months. Ugh, hid him for three months until she just couldn't hide him any longer. And she creates a basket from uh, reeds and pitch. And in an amazing act of faith and trust, this Hebrew mother sends Moses into the Nile, like the very river that Moses was supposed to be thrown into. But she, she puts him in, in a basket of reeds and pitch. And interestingly enough, like what is saving Moses, like what's between Moses and this deathly water is pitch, which is actually like wood tar, and it comes from trees. So the thing that is saving Moses right now is a tree. Interesting. Kind of sounds like it's on purpose. Um, and so instead of like sending him to his death, like she's sending him to life. And um, like, it, it, like, like Moses is safe. 
Are we all, are we all good? Okay, just a little bit more backstory. All right, so let's go. All right, Moses lands on Pharaoh's doorstep. Like, this is like such drama. <laughs> like, whenever me I'm like, no way. Oh my goodness, Pharaoh, really? Like the very person who's trying to kill Moses? You're kidding. And that's obviously a big deal. And so Pharaoh's wife notices this baby, notices this baby, and she rescues him. And then Moses is nursed, he's safe, he grows up in Pharaoh's family, and he's a prince of Egypt. <laughs> and, and he's still aware that he's a, he's a Hebrew, which is interesting, I think. Eh. But there isn't much information about this. But anyways, so Moses grows up. That's the life of Moses. And then one day, Moses, Moses, note, Moses notices <laughs> that an Egyptian is treating uh, one of the Hebrew slaves unfairly and secretly kills this Egyptian um, taskmaster and hid his body in the sand. And Moses, then later, he sees two Hebrews fighting. And when Moses tries to help out, they're like, oh, what are you going to do, kill us? Like, we, you killed that guy? And then Moses is scared, he runs away, finds a family, things are good. Like, he, he's rescued. Um, by a, by a woman, uh, they get married, have kids, and then this is life now. So now we are to the point where we're really going to get to know uh, what happens to the rest of Moses. So that was one and two. That was Exodus one and two. All right, so Exodus three. Um, if you can see the screen, uh, it's going to be up here. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. That is like the tiniest font in the world. Anyways, but Exodus three, uh, it's right after Genesis. And it's on the Uversion app. So if you go to Uversion, Events, CSF, uh, it is there as well. All right, Exodus 3. Now, Moses was keeping the flock of his father in law, Jethro, the priest of Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush was burning, but it wasn't consumed. And Moses said, I, I'll turn aside, and I'm, I'm going to see what this, is, what this is. I'm going to see this great sight. Why, why isn't this bush burned? Why isn't it just burning up, Right? And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. <laughs> like, imagine how weird, right? And so he, said, he says, here I am. Then he said, do not come near and take your sandals off your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. And he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. And then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of the land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, a place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And now behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send 
you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who, who am I? Like, why me? Who, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? But he said, I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. <sighs> so, ordinary bush, right? Like, Moses has seen fire. He's seen, like, <laughs> flora and fauna, right? Like, this is, like, this, these things just don't go together, right? Um, and so, like, again, I, I chose this story because I'm familiar with Moses, and I'm like, I, I like the story. There's a lot to it. But the more I was, like, reading up on, like, the extra material and stuff, like, um, like Ben has talked about it, uh, Reforesting Faith by Matthew Sleeth. And whenever I was, like, reading this chapter that's, like, attached with it, I'm like, awe and wonder, perfect. I'm like, I've got that. And I really do. Like, so I'm, like, easily distractible, in case you didn't tell. I, like, I, I really do see things, like, it's, like, almost childish sometimes, <laughs> and, like, an example of that is, um, like, like, Ben and I, we have one-on-ones with Adam um, as our lead, and so, like, it was probably a year ago, I don't know, it was in the spring, and, like, we're so ready to, like, be outside, we're, like, okay, I'll just, like, grab a blanket, like, let's just sit outside, and so I remember Adam is probably in the middle of a sentence, and I look over, and, like, right back here, there's, like, this huge tree, and it, it was just, like, a average windy day, whatever, but, like, the leaves, like, whenever it's, like, windy, they, they look like this, and it is, like, the coolest thing in the world. Like, to me, it's truly amazing, and I, like, probably interrupted, and I'm, like, it looks like those leaves are, like, glitter, <laughs> it's, like, and it's, like, so simple, but, and, like, Adam could have easily been, like, uh, yeah, dork, <laughs> but, like, he didn't, he was, like, yeah, actually, you know, that, that reminds me of, uh, of, like, this book. And, like, we have this whole conversation about, like, how these leaves look like glitter, <laughs> you know? But it really is just, like, such a sense of, like, oh, wow, that is really cool. And it catches your attention, something as normal and simple as leaves on a tree. Um, and it makes me think of, um, <clears throat> of, like, this song. It's by Gunger. It's old. But um, it's, like, uh, how's it go? Uh, trees clap their hands for you, oceans, they dance for you. And it's like the whole song is about like how nature is just like singing praise of God. And it is such a good song. Vapor by Gunger. I'm, I think I put all the lyrics <laughs> on the version app. Oh, it's so good. It's so beautiful. Um, and even like another one, one of the songs that I absolutely adore. Um, and, and, and we're with ink, the ocean filled, and skies of parchment made, where every stalk on earth a quill and men, all scribes by trade, could write the love of God above, would drain the oceans dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole if stretched from sky to sky. And just like those things, like if you are walking to class, if you look outside, like I know Terre Haute isn't like the most beautiful place in the world. It's getting there though. <laughs> but um, like slowly and surely. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have artists here, guys. Seriously. <laughs> right. But, um, but like, I don't know. It's 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 everywhere. It's in like these really simple moments, and I really encourage you to just like be aware. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, might might just be me. I might just be childish or easily distracted, 
Or maybe it's actually a sense of awe and wonder because I desperately need those moments in my life, right? <sighs> and so, um, oh, and then another sense of wonder. Okay, so this, this past weekend, I visited my family for like, okay, my sister's 33. She just got hearing aids. She like obviously needed them, 33 and has hearing aids. And I, we were just sitting there again and she's like, what is that sound? I'm like, I, Brooke, I think that's just the wind outside. And she's like, that's the wind? She's like, I can hear wind. I'm like, yeah, sis, good for you. Like, you can hear wind. And like, she was amazed. Like, she had wonder at like the sound of the wind. And like, I had amazement, like I had goosebumps because I'm like, oh my goodness, four things just never heard wind in like three years. And so it's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? And so I don't know, just like those little moments. And like, I know these are just like goofy, silly stories, but seriously, like all over the place. Like, you really don't have to look too hard once you start noticing. And so this is what the rest of the conversation between God and Moses looks like. So this is uh, verse 13. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, Well, what's his name? What do I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. Again, like, really all I'm asking tonight is just notice the presence of God. And I say, that's all I'm asking. Just do that. <laughs> that looks like that can look like a lot of different things. Like it can look like a conversation between um, a friend. It could be just like a simple moment at work. It could be like, you know, talking with a friend and seeing wind go through the trees. Like whatever way that like makes sense to you. Or like it's a poem or it's a song or whatever. Um, <coughs> notice the presence of God. Like, Moses was just going about his day-to-day business and probably thinking, like, all right, you know, just average day, this is it. <laughs> like, he was keeping the flock of his, father, of his father-in-law, and then when he got to the mountain of God, he saw a flame of fire out of a bush. Bush on fire on top of a mountain. <laughs> like, and, like, just think about, like, how many times you, like, forget to eat, even though your body is obviously, like, giving you hunger cues. Like, guys, eat eat throughout the day, please, for goodness sakes, please eat, and so, like, imagine, like, you forget to eat whenever your body's giving you cues, and, like, we somehow also miss the presence of God, like, it, just, it doesn't make sense to me, and I'm also, like, coming from a place of, like, oh, this hurts, <laughs> like, I think I might be, like, ignoring God, and again, like, like, whenever you, like, get in the zone, or you get too busy, and, like, this isn't a sermon on busyness, like, but that is something to consider, for real. But like, whenever we're going through our day-to-day and we're busy and we're overwhelmed and we're stressed and we're not relying on God, we forget who he is. Like, we forget about God. (laughs) When we trade our wonder of God for the distractions of earthly things, we miss out on what he has for us. Notice how he's working. And just in this like short three chapters of of the Bible, (laughs) we see how Pharaoh's wife noticed a baby in a basket. 
and then raised him. <laughs> I asked around. Moses first noticed the affliction of the Hebrew people, and then that's what snapped him out of his comfortable and his comfortable life as a prince. And then again, Moses noticed the burning bush. And Moses listens to God, and he hears one of the most important phrases in the Bible, like one of the most amazing things. Like God reveals himself. Like he's just straight up with Moses. He's like, he, said, he says, I am who I am. And whenever you read on in that verse, it's like, tell them I am has sent you. It's like, okay. All right, grammar much? But it's like, no, like, like that, that's, that's on purpose, right? And so like what this means is like God is being, God is all. God is existence. Like, I am. He was, he is, he is to come. And like, whenever we, whenever we trade our wonder for the distractions, like, we miss out on his presence, on his existence, and his very being. So, all I gotta say is just be careful of your distractions. Um, be careful of your distractions, or else you're going to miss out on him. And whenever you miss out on him, you miss out on the cross. And dying on a tree was the man who said, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the gate. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the true vine. And that I am died for your sins died for my sins. Unfortunately, those sins can just so easily become distractions and we forget about that wonder and awe. We miss the cross. Moses went on to perform miracles like parting the Red Sea, uh, to receive the Ten Commandments, to protect and lead uh, God's chosen people, and so many other things to name. Like, it's, it's really just astounding. Um, and this is all just because Moses took a moment of awe and wonder to hear and see God through a humble bush set aflame. Like he had a conversation with God. God invited him in. And we really aren't that different. I mean, even think of like Bailey's story tonight. I mean, she noticed a table <laughs> at the fountain of all places. Like, like, I don't know. I've never thought of the fountain as holy before, but like, isn't it? You know, it's like, you know, every, and, that's just like totally kick-started, like an amazing journey for Bailey. And I've been able to see it firsthand and it's really amazing. And I just think of like, if, 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 like think if Bailey missed it and like, the, but it applies to you too, right? Like it applies to me, it applies to everyone. Moses stood on holy ground in the presence of Yahweh. Imagine if he missed it. When we trade our wonder of God for the distractions of earth, earthly things, we miss out on what he has for us. Imagine what God has in store for you. And the rest is up to you. So in your connection groups, uh, you're going to talk a little bit about what awe and wonder is for you guys. Um, if you don't have a connection group, uh, let me know or just follow one of your friends. Um, thank you guys. Your story is important. Thank you for being here. Um, all right, love you guys. Go ahead and split for groups. <laughs>